How y'all doing, everybody? This is Carly, and um, today I want to speak about something a little different from uh the bakery. I had realized that um, this is a podcast, so each I can make different shows and different, you know, different features on this on this bakery channel. So this is gonna be separate from uh the bakery episode. This is just a solo episode. This is just me right now, and um. I want to talk about something very personal to myself because um, originally this podcast was supposed to be for men's mental health and how men feel as a whole and the things that no one speaks about. So I've talked to other guys and at this point I've talked to my mom, a lot of my friends, some people at work and you know, at this point, it's just, I decided to talk to the world, I guess, for, for the most part, or anybody who was listening. But this is going to be a two-parter. Uh, I, this is going to be a two-parter, and this first part is called Soul on Ice, which is me, which is my soul on ice, and it's a... uh. I got the title from Eldridge Cleaver, a Black Panther Party member in the 60s. His book was called My Soul on Ice. And he had a second part was called My Soul on Fire, which is what my second part is going to be called. It's a Soul on Fire. And he spoke about, um, you know, the difficulties of being black and being in a Black Panther Party at that time and different thoughts and his ideas on stuff. So what I want to talk about in this in this two-parter, I guess it's gonna be a bonus, is my is my depression, basically, because I feel like this may not be the stepping stone to this may not this may not be the big end all be all to depression or but this is this name this may not be an end all be all to depression in men, but this may be a stepping stone or get the ball rolling with somebody actually talking about it because no one's talking about it, especially in black men, because it's seen as being weak to be sad or or just down and out or like weak. You no, know, we everybody's expecting you to get back up, but you know, at certain times, how can I get back up when no I need Basically, I need help. Like, I can't lift myself up all the time by myself. It's almost impossible. And I can't continue to stay up right without somebody, you know, without some type of support. It's like trying to stand without, it's like trying to stand. It's like being crippled. You're already crippled and you're trying to stand without crutches or something. Or you're trying to walk. You can't walk, but you're trying to get somewhere without a wheelchair. It's like, I have no support. So that was the, I wrote some key points down here in my notes, which I uh, believe led to my depression and how I've been feeling lately. And this ain't nothing new. I've been feeling like this for a while now. I, I can even say years. And it's like it comes and goes. But But now it stays, 
it comes often. It comes more often than it goes. And, you know, sometimes you got to just act like it ain't there. But, you know, I get that stuff wears down on you. And you can't, you know, you can't just act like this stuff don't exist. Because it, it hurts even worse trying to act like it don't exist. So I wrote down some key points about uh, things I, I figured well, could have led to my depression or the way I've been feeling for a while now. And my first point was, uh, here are my notes, um, my loneliness is that the fact that I'm alone leads to, you know, that's a big factor in my depression or how I be feeling, how I, whatever this feeling could be. And it's like most days that, most days, I can go the entire day and I wouldn't see a soul. Like, I wouldn't hear from a soul or anybody just for days, days. You know, if it wasn't for work, having to leave the house or, you no, know, having to get food or having to go to work, actually seeing people, it's like, it's like I wouldn't even exist in this world, you know. You know how you, some people can feel like, man, if I die today, how long will it take for somebody to notice my body? Or how long will it, will it, will it even affect anything, you know? No, there's no one. You know, I, I don't have any children. don't have a wife. I'm pretty much by myself. I don't have, my siblings are all in different places and stuff. Doing their, living their life. And I'm in my 30s, so um, I wouldn't expect to, you know, be around them as much as I was when I was a child. And um, that's, that's one thing that I contribute to everything I've been feeling and how I've been feeling. And the second bullet point was how long I've been feeling this way. I mean... When I was 18, I felt like I felt invisible, like I can take on the world and then as living in the world and going to work and working, especially when, you know, going back to the other point, my loneliness, especially being alone, doing these things by yourself, I seen that, you know, you can't manage, you can't really, you can't. To me, it's impossible to manage anything by yourself. And it was just so much. You know, I was just a young man. Like, it was so much all at once. Trying to get out there, especially by yourself. You no, know, being alone. Rent. Light bill. Car. Gas. Food. Clothes. Just, it takes so much. It takes so much to live. It's like, man, how can you do anything? Like, and if anything, if if any, if you falter in any one of them things I named, like you got to have a ID to drive, which means you got to stay up on your license. You got to have insurance to drive, which means you got to pay that. And it's like the society, the way things are. It weighs you down because 
if you're not doing this as a team or with somebody, how is you possibly even doing this? How, how, how can you manage this? How is this possible? So, um, that's when I was 18, though, I, I was able to manage because I was young. I was a young man and I was moving, grooving, and I didn't see anything that came in front of me. I didn't see it as a, as a problem. I just seen it as an obstacle. But as the years went on, no, I'm not as strong as I used to be, not as young as I used to be. You know, it starts to, and, you, and for the most part, I never got any further than where I was when I was 18. So, you know, you, then you turn 20, then you turn 25, then you know you're 28. And, you know, you're still in that race. You know, they call it the rat race because, you know, we not, sometimes you ahead. But then you slow down, sometimes somebody get ahead of you, then they slow down, then somebody come ahead of both of y'all. And like, how long, like, once you see the cycle of that happening, you know, like, how long I'm gonna keep doing this? I'm, I'm, see, I'm 30 now, like, damn, am I still gonna be trying to do this in my 40s or my 50s? Like, the, you know, and that's how I've been feeling since I was probably in my 20s, like, you know, mid 20s, 24 on up. Once I noticed that this ain't getting no better, it's getting worse. It's getting harder. It's things are being are more difficult to to come by, and you know, jobs got harder to get, places got harder to get to. Um, it's people got harder to meet, and um, you know, it's led to me. It led to that feeling going on back to depression. And my other point was that um, some days it's hard for me to get out of bed. And that's um, something real big now. And this hap- that happens even to this day. Some days, you know, man, I had to, you know, I'm not even, for me, for me, it's not even a weakness thing, like a muscle thing. I'm in my 30s, but my body is still, I take care of myself. My body is still how it is when I was 18 or 16, but it's the emotional, the emotional strain on my body, the mental strain on my body, not the physical at all. Like I can do this. I believe I can do this till, you know, I'm 60 or whatever, but it's not the point. It's not the fact of the physical, you know, it's just like they say, it don't matter how many strong muscular gladiators you got in your army if they can't if that's all they got to offer is muscle and strength you're going to need a commander you're going to need a general somebody to plan the battle somebody to strategically advance the battle or know how to place them men or use them men to get you know to actually win the battle otherwise you're going to have a whole bunch of meatheads fighting in the middle of the arena with no with no strategy or no vision so my strength is probably my weakest factor to me. It's probably the factor that I don't even consider the most. It's my mental and my you no know, emotional strain. And it leads me to like sometimes I wake up with a full stomach full. I ate. I didn't eat no junk for I ate healthy. I got plenty of sleep, got a good damn near got a good twelve hours of sleep. And I still, when it's time to get up and do something. I get weighed down and it hurts so bad. It's like I I had to fight to get out of bed because it'd be hard because 
I don't know how to, you know, it's it's like, okay, here we go again. The same thing as it was yesterday. The same feeling as it was the day before. Is this how it's going to be tomorrow? And you, I hope, and sometimes I hope to myself, well, yeah, if I get out of bed this time, maybe something different going to happen. Maybe I'll see something different or meet someone different. Or, you know, it won't be as bad as I think it'll be. And then you get, I do, eventually I will myself out of bed and then I start to move and stuff. And then I get out there and it's just the same as it was the day before. It's exactly, I came out, I came out the house with some, with some hope or courage that it'll be different just to go out there and then all that hope and that all that hope was just taken away because it was just just like it was the day before. And then that what leads me to say, it's going to be like this tomorrow. And then when those things become true, you know, what, what, when it actually is what you thought it would be, what hope do you got of the next day? Or what joy do you got of the day before that, or the day before that, you know? You know, it's just like, it's no surprise because I know what's going to happen. It's like seeing a movie where you just know the little story beats. You just know, oh, this guy's going to kill this guy. This guy's the traitor. And you're not even surprised anymore, you know? Um, The next point I had was um, there's no one to talk to. And that's a big, that's one of the biggest factors in the depression and the and the sadness and you know the little the darkness that I'm in right now that I've been in because you know it's as a man no one wants to hear a man's problems especially his emotional problems or what he's going through and you know people say to vent to them but you know everybody got their own thing they're going through and then. If you do open up to a person just to find out that they don't really care. They just listening. And, you know, then you know you almost regret the fact that you even confided in them when you opened up to them because no one listens. Everyone's out to – everyone's gotten selfish into the point where they only think about themselves. And when you feel like that, and when you're in that position where you can't talk to nobody, cause no, what can what can they say or what can they do to help your situation out when they had their own situation? It may not be as worse as yours, or yours may not be as worse as theirs. But how can someone take the burden? How can someone want to take a burden on of somebody else willingly, unless that person really the deal genuinely? cares about you and that's another thing that's hard to find is someone who actually cares about you in this world because that that could be one of the things that was a bullet point that I haven't got on her that just led to the depression just having no one to just really you know care you know and you know some people a lot of men have things and people to care about 
but I haven't found it yet, and it's been weighing on me. It's it's been ten years, twelve years. I was eighteen. Well, I, I put eighteen because that's when I got on my own. It's been twelve years of me searching and walking on this path, and I walked most of this path alone, and I still haven't really found it. And now it's like, you know, like I said earlier, that cycle, once I haven't found it in 10 years, it took me 10 years to find it, or I haven't found it in 10 or 12 years. What's my hope of finding it this year or the year after that or the year after that or the year after that? Just for me to be in the same spot, in the same seat, speaking to the same mic, still feeling the same as that way. You know, even even if I'm trying something different by talking about it and putting it out in the open for everybody to hear, what's going to be no different? If nothing does change from this, because this is something different I'm trying. I'm trying not to just hold it in and trying to speak about it to everybody. Because like I said, at this point, I speak, I've spoken about it in, in private to my mom, some of my brothers some friends and I told them all I just said y'all know I haven't been feeling good and I haven't been feeling good for a while you know everybody asks me are you sick or no need to get checked up or something and to me I know that I'm not sick I know that it's um you know something that can't really be cured like like no I'm just I just don't feel it no more I just don't feel you know, like, I'm like, what am I doing all this for? Like, why am I getting up? You no, know, paying these, paying these bills, working the way I work, doing the things I do, and just basically just striving in life for what? Like, where's my motivation? Like, what, what am I fighting for to even be doing all this? Like. You know, some people have a clear goal of what they're trying to do and how they're trying to do it. And, you know, it's like, but they have a driving force, you know. It's like, picture like this. I'm like a, I'm like a car, a car with no gas in, you know, what I'm running on. I'm not running on anything. Some people gas. Is their family. Some people have children. They say, you know, that's the reason why I get up. That's the reason why I do what I do. That's the reason why I work these 12 hours. You know, that's why I can't stop. You know, because my family depend on me. And, you know, and um, I just, not saying that the family is what I need or anything, but I just don't have, you know, no gas, nothing to run on. You know, it's, some people like money, and I just, I never really care for money. I just, if I can live, if I can live, I can live. I can live off 200 a day, uh, 200 a, a week. I've done it before. You know, some people needs money and has to pursue more money. I've never been like that. And money is a big motivating factor to make people get up and make people do anything they do. But... I never had I never had the love of money like that. So that that always falls on deaf ears when people say, No, you can make 
800k if you if you sign up for this job and stuff it's just i don't want to do that job i don't care how much money it is I, that's not what i want to do but you know some people pursue that because they heard that that the 800k you know some people join the army because you know the stuff it can do for you you know this can benefit you in the long run you can do this you can do that i don't care i don't want to be in the army if i can't you know do that for myself now why would i go through y'all to do do these things for myself and um but i've always been clear on things i don't want to do you know like you know, for, for instance, the army and stuff like that, you know, there's nothing wrong with people who does that thing. That's what they want to do. But that's not, I can go there and I'm going to feel the same. I, I know for a fact it's not going to fulfill me because I know already that it's nothing that I want to do. So that's not the, that's not going to be the outlet. Like going to these different jobs, any job, basically not going to be the outlet. My own business. I tried it and I still have one, but I'm starting not to, I'm, I'm not feeling fulfilled in that either. As like, such as like a calling or, yeah, this is what I need to do. It's just a way to make money, you know? And as I said before, the money isn't what the problem is. At first, you know, it was fun making people happy with their lights and stuff. And now it's like, Okay, I'm just making money. And you no, know, once I get the money, I pay these bills and spend the money. It comes and it goes. You no, know, nothing, nothing stays. Nothing's no nothing. No foundation, no. Cause the money could be gone tomorrow and the business could be gone tomorrow. The trend of these lights and stuff could be just gone. But I guess that's what life is like, you no. Know? Everything has its seasons and everything passes in time. So, you know, which leads me to my uh, next bullet point is like feeling like I want to give up. And that's another thing. Like, all these things are big factors. But the feeling of wanting to give up, you know, sometimes I think every day I wake up, you know, I'm paying rent for a house. That's too big for me. I'm just one man living in a three-bedroom house, two bathrooms, and I sit in one room all day. You know, uh, sometimes I wake up and just want to get the house up, quit my job. You know, just it's no, I lack, I lack motivation because you no, know, it's no, it's no reason to be having these things. For not, you know, I got them. Why? You know, I can't even explain why I have it. You know, I just have it. You know, I got three cars, one body. You know, why? And some people are like, some people like those things, but you know, it's just like I had, I'm finding no pleasure in nothing that I've obtained and nothing that I'm doing. Yes, the house is warm, it's cold outside and I have a place to go and be warm and lay down and be at peace. But when I'm sitting here in my peace, I'm empty on the inside. 
is I'm alone still. You know, if I don't turn no lights on in this house, I'm just going to be sitting in the dark, quiet. It's like these four walls is like the same. It's like a prison because I'm, I'm trapped. can't you know i just can't it's nowhere to go so some some days i feel like you know just quit your job make your life exciting quit your job get a house away get the house up stop stop struggling with these bills and stuff like this and just you know just stop basically just give it up just give up and i haven't i've thought these thoughts used to come once at a time, once in every blue moon. Now the thoughts come so often, you know, it's just what, what day am I going to pull the trigger on it and just, you know, really just stop and just give up, just let it go. Because it's you no, know, it's serving no purpose for me. And um, that leads me to my next bullet point was that uh, no help, you know, it's no it's no help for me because it's just me. And it's been like that for years, 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 years. And I believe that if I had a reason to keep going, to do these things, the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing, instead of just out of obligation of society, you know, get you a house, pay bills, work, die, you know, if I had something to nurture or look forward to or you know something to do all this for, all these problems would go away. But even if it's for myself, when I look at myself, I don't desire much. You know, I don't need, you know, I can survive. I've, I've done it before in like a corner of a, of a room, in like a small corner, all my stuff, you know. And I'd be just, and I would be just as alone or just as depressed or sad as I am now in this, in this house. And it's just because there's no one, there's no help. You know, if I fall, if I fall today, if I can't manage my, these bills and all these things I owe, if I can't manage these things, no one's going to come help me. I have no one to lift me up or somebody who can, okay, we're going to do this. You know, we're going to work on this. You know, it's just, it's me. It's either, you know, I got to be perfect. Either I, I got to walk across this bridge, you know, with no safety net. If I fall, I fall right to the, right into the, right into the, the darkness or whatever on the ground. Some people got a safety net. Some people got a parachute on. Some people got a parachute on, a safety net, and a and a um an airplane, a helicopter floating over them, make sure they ain't gonna no fall. I just got I just gotta walk steady across this bridge. Cause if I fall, you know, I may be able to hold on to the next little step, to the next little piece of bridge. But shit. What if they fall? What if they break? Now I'm on the edge, and then, you know, I'm just going to fall. So when I fall, I'm going to fall completely, and it's going to be, well, you know, 
He's out of the game. He couldn't make it. Next, you know, which leads to my last point is uh the emptiness. And um, you know, I've tried different activities, different um, different outlets, different things to do, different hobbies, and I keep coming up, you know, empty on the inside and not just not happy. And that's a word I haven't said the whole this whole time. Just not happy. Not happy. And um you know it's empty on the inside and it's just I try not to I put on my mask in public because my mask is the I'm gonna speak about that later. But basically it all boils out to not being happy, not being, not even happy, not being satisfied with what I'm doing and why I'm doing it because I never found a reason for why I'm doing what I do. So it's like I'm just a shell of a man just moving, you know, just moving because I post to, you know. Don't know. It's like a, a puppet or a shell. You know, he's just moving because you know you supposed to. And um, you know, some people say happiness is having a being rich and all that stuff. But I know, I know, I'm wise enough to know that those are not the things because I see people with money all the time that are even sadder than me or lonely or more depressed than me because um. Money, like they say, money solves money problems. Money doesn't solve life problems, you know. And I have problems, I believe, that is deeper than money and life because, you know, I have something that can't be cured, basically, because who, how can I even pinpoint what exactly is the is the is this all stemming from or well, my depression, you know? Because um I've been feeling like this for years. And I you know I kept quiet about it because you know you don't supposed to speak about these type of things. It's not seen as normal to speak about these. And you know how people ask you, What's up, you alright? You know, now I used to be like, Yeah, but you know, yeah, I'm cool, I'm good or whatever. And you no, know, that made me feel bad also because you know why you just lie? You lying. So nowadays, you no know, people haven't said it. You no know, people haven't asked no more because you no know, the the way people greet people has changed. It's what's up, fool. You know, it's what's up or my guy, something like that. But you know now when people ask, but recently I've been doing it. Now when people ask, you know, um, you alright? You good? Nah, not really. You know, but, you know, at the same time, you can't project all that on different people and stuff because they're not asking out of genuine curiosity. They're asking, you know, that's a, it's a greet. So, you know, but to sum all that up is that's how I've been feeling. And that's why my and that's why my soul is on ice, because. 
my depression, the loneliness, the emptiness, the no help, and the feeling of wanting to give up. And then how hard it is for me to uh, function and, you know, continue to live like this. Even though I know if I go to sleep, I feel good, you know. Because, you know, you don't got to, you know, when you sleep, you just sleep. But I know when I wake up, you know, you're going to be sad. You're going to be lonely still. You know, it's still going to be dark in the room. Or, you know, it's not going to get better. Or I feel that it's not going to get better. But this is uh, this is just me speaking. If anybody else feel this way, you know there's always. Hopefully, you got people to talk to. And stuff like that. Maybe you just feel this way for a time, and it's not a continuous thing. But you know, if you ever feel you like you gotta, you know, feel the need to have to prove. To people, anything like beside like hurting yourself or something like that, you know, seek seek some type of help or talk to somebody beforehand, you know, or seek no help on a hotline or something like that. I don't really know how to, you know, I, I hear the commercials all the time, but I don't know how to um actually promote that, you know. But just you know, don't just go out and do something foolishness foolishly. But seek help and talk to people first, you know. But um, I know I'm not going to hurt myself or nothing like that, but I just know that as a man, especially a black man, that uh, something needs to be said. And some, so I just be the first one that everybody can point at or whatever and say something first because um, it's hard and it doesn't get, it hasn't got easier for me. If anything, it gets harder and, um, you know, to smile, to laugh, and to just be generally happy. And I, and I haven't been generally happy in so long. So, you know, you know, that's basically me speaking on me. And if anything, I want you to be able to speak on you and to understand what it is that you want, what what drives you, what motivates you, and if you can find that thing to uh keep it with you and don't forget it or don't let it go because, you know, some men and some people don't have the same things you have. So, you know, treasure what you got while you got it. And whatever you don't got as far as material, it, it's not going to be worth it because, you know, there's going to come a time where don't none of this stuff matters. All that's going to matter is that who actually was there for you, who actually did love you, who actually did um, care about you. <clears throat> and that's how you, we're going to have to go on for a long time when those days come. So just make sure y'all stay safe and just try to stay positive. And try to be clear with yourself and honest with yourself about your feelings and what you can do if you need something to be done.
I'm your host, Kali, and uh, this was a special bonus take, one shot. And it was my soul on ice. <laughs>